Yeah, so I mean, I have, with Dave not being here, I've done very little in the way of preparations apart from people's questions. So I hope you're okay just to wing it, Tony. I, I slightly resent the suggestion that there's ever been any preparation done um, <laughs> on my part, certainly. I, I think. Maybe Dave exhausted himself um, featuring on Harvey's YouTube yesterday. I saw that. I did see that, and I was I was very impressed with his. Um, well, he was confident that we'd win, but he was very nervous, and I got that yeah. from his tweets as well before the game. <laughs> before <laughs> the, before the, I got the message from you saying Dave's run out of data, please tweet on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he did that tweet early doors saying something oh god oh god oh god or something like that um that worried a few people genuinely we we had a we had a few messages in the inbox saying is everything okay <laughs> yeah it's like a stoked twitter version of the apocryphal maybe story of war of the worlds on the radio <laughs> um but yeah it was yeah it was really it was really weird i got the twitter login for yeah. the Wizards account for the first time ever Welcome. because Dave had to use my phone in the car to do tweets <laughs> um, and then I forgot it was on when I did my first ever Wizards um, tweet by mistake um, <laughs> after the first goal and then I realised I should probably hand it over to you because I'm bad <laughs> at social media No, I mean, yes, uh, no <laughs> no one's good at social media are they? They just, they just, again, much like this podcast they wing it uh, you say that, but I think you're forgetting Mr. Tom Thrower. That is true. That is true. <laughs> the the pinnacle of um, social media entertainment. You went to yesterday's game. You were in attendance then. How yeah. Stoke City 5, Hull City Athletic. Are they, in a, are they in a, Have they got an A anywhere in those? Uh, I don't know. Um, Hull Tigers, I think they call it. No, that's bad. I, I think they, you, they might be an athletic. I think they, they might be Hull AFC. Were you anything like me in that whilst it was incredible to get those four goals, when we sat back and let them score a goal, I mean, I was really fuming, and it was like, you've ru- you've ruined my day today by scoring that one goal. <laughs> I did say on the Twitter that I was a person who was really angry when Gerard scored in the in the 6-1. <laughs> um, yeah. like, I genuinely was like, well, this has blighted the entire occasion, hasn't it? Um, I don't know, were you, were you the same? <laughs> with, should we was, start with the negative? Yeah, I, I was worse. Um I, I was bad enough that I actually, knowing that you didn't have any data, but also knowing that it was set on almost exactly across the pitch from me on the other side of the ground, I actually sent Dave a text um, bemoaning um, Tasha and Oakley Booth's first 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> luckily, that didn't, that, that, that proved to be a misstep. Um, but yeah, I was genuinely fearing for him, and it felt like, it felt like that was not the cause, but we just, 
it felt like we were missing Joe Allen to the extent that, as well as sitting back, but they could just walk straight through us suddenly, and they were winning all the second balls suddenly, um, but we were winning in the first half. And it would have been very, very, very stoke to have let slip a 4 nil. Yeah, a 4 nil lead. I mean, you, you could get 110, I think, to 1 on the draw. <laughs> at the start of the second half I didn't put much on but I did put a little on <laughs> but but going going back to that I mean just what a lovely day yesterday was there was um, the Shawcross issue of Duck Magazine landed on my doorstep first thing which was lovely and then Calf Shawcross was Instagramming pictures of oat cakes <laughs> that was lovely I managed to park in my favourite spot on Campbell Road which was lovely I had a lovely oat cake at the boat cake I had a beer at the boat next to the boat cake that sells ale. Bumped into Orphie of the off Doc Mac um, on the way up for a natter, so that was nice. Bumped into Ben Rowley very briefly, very briefly, because he was rushing to get in. Um, and then Stoke won 5-1. And then I got home safely and I had a KFC on the way. What more <laughs> can one ask from a Saturday? I mean, I mean, not only that, but I consciously noticed, I think, that I'm really enjoying watching us play football again, which is obviously good. Mm. No, I I was the same. I, re- I mean, the same as in I enjoyed watching us play. I didn't get to have a KFC last night. Um, <clears throat> oh, sorry. But we were. I, I felt... I felt... Uh, granted, and uh, we should caveat everything that we're saying by saying Hull are not in a good place. They're not a particularly good no. side. Um... They're a team that has been messed around quite a bit by ownership, etc. They've lost mm-hmm. some their, their their star players in the yeah. in the winter transfer window. It isn't a good isn't a good time to be a whole City Tigers fan. But it, it we we did just I mean we were just a cut above, and it was nice and refreshing. And to be three 0 up within several minutes was just a a ludicrous ludicrous feeling because I mean I, the, the the whole goal I felt came from a, an entire period of us being complacent and I, I can't blame them for being complacent because I felt complacent because we were just completely in control for most of that game it was such a great feeling um, I think this is a team that when it on its day when it plays to its absolute strength it really is a, a, an absolute pleasure to watch Um we, I think, I think Nick Powell is. He's he 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 has that bit about him that just um, that not only links all the play together, but he's got that little bit of flair, that little bit of something different that is, is so enjoyable. I thought Tom Ince was okay yesterday. That was great. I thought Joe Allen was having a good game until he died. Yeah, um, really good. And 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 genuinely, uh, it. it um, at FCFC Dom underscore Dom says who comes in to replace Alan and I genuinely do not know because whilst we were incredible in that in that game and um, Oakley Booth provided an assist after what was a, a ropey first 10 minutes as you alluded to um, I do think that come the next game we're gonna miss Joe Allen I think I obviously I mean poor Joe first of all I'm genuinely really upset for him it looked fairly innocuous but the news was going around twitter and around the ground 
in the second half, even before the game had finished, what what had happened, and it's just it's such a shame for him because after I mean after a good while of not playing well at all since Michael O'Neill arrived, and a bit before I think he was starting to come good again, but he's really looked like Wales's Joe Allen, and he mm-hmm. seems happy here, and he's just he he's been really good, and I did think he was especially good yesterday. I mean the first goal. Just I think just before the the ball goes out on the right hand side to Ince, he makes a tearing run which pulls. I, I don't want to describe the the back four of Hull as the defence, but it, it pulls people out of the way, um, and he's had a lovely, lovely haircut, <laughs> and just just what a massive kick in the plums it is for him to be out for the rest of the season mm. and the Euros. I mean, it's a it's a kick for us as well because I do think we'll miss him. I'm just sad, and love you, Joe. Um, but who comes in? Obviously, it depends if McLean's fit because I think if McLean comes back in, then everyone sort of moves along a step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got you've still got Klukas, um I'm trying to think. Oh, Powell's been on the left, hasn't he? So, yeah. How could I forget Powell's been on the left after all the things he did yesterday? <laughs> uh, I'd see, I, I need more sleep. But, yeah, um, I think Powell moves inside, Klukas moves inside, Thompson stays where he is. It's all... I, I think I think it, it still works, I hope. And I guess yeah. Powell playing sort of number 10. But yeah, that, sh- that should work. I mean, yeah. I, I am concerned because I've, I think Joe Allen has been a central part of what we've been doing when we've been, in our recent success. Yes. But I've, I'm also more optimistic than... It feels like I'm optimistic in a reasonable way, rather than, like I was going to say, more optimistic than I have been all season, but I was optimistic for quite a lot of the start of this season. It was just clearly wrong. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've... I've that's that's my guess as to who comes in. I don't think I, I think we will see um, Tash and Oakley Booth. Are we calling him Tob? It doesn't really work in voice, does it? it works a lot better in text. T-O-B. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he. Um, I, I think we will see more of him. Mm. Um, I don't. I don't think he'll be starting soon. Um, but I, I mean, I've already alluded. But the, the that first ten minutes, he was just. It was like we were trying to get the ball to him. Like he didn't have a touch for about five minutes, and it sort of seemed like he was marking himself and avoiding it, which is fine because you know get the pace of the game. First proper senior game. I think he played one League Cup minute for Tottenham. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so fair enough. And then he, he got a couple of touches that were just not very good. And then from that point on, it, we were passing the ball towards him, and he was just standing and waiting for the ball to reach him. And Hull yeah. very quickly pick up, pick up on that and just started taking the ball before it got to him. Um, and I think it took him a few minutes to get his head around that and the fact that he was like, if he had the ball, he's going to get pushed off it unless he he needs to be standing up for himself and the whole physical aspect. And then he moved forward a little, I think. Um, and from that moment on, when he when he did get the ball, suddenly he looked like, a really, really very exciting player, which yeah. is exactly what you want, isn't it? It really, it I mean, really, it really is. I think again, I I saw on online. I did see criticism of him in the first ten minutes, which you know, ju- justified because his performance wasn't particularly good. I, I would, I was, I was a bit reserved in my own take purely because this is his his 
proper debut, you know? He isn't he's a young lad who hasn't and hasn't played as you say, many, if any, minutes in uh proper proper capacity. So he's he's gonna make mistakes, but he's gonna learn as well. And the only way he's gonna learn is by getting the experience. These young players you have to be patient with. It's the same with uh with Campbell, although, you know, Campbell definitely looks like he's he's really developing quite well this season mm. um yeah I, I agreed agreed i think that moving everyone along a little bit is probably the solution uh to to alan's loss hopefully james mclean will come back and stay in the side and not get hurt again um it just depends doesn't it really i certainly after these type of games i always feel quite quite positive um Let's try and be let's be positive. What was your favourite goal? Oh well the first one. Because yes. it was it was it was like a classic match of the day goal of the week that isn't a massive volley, like where it goes round the whole team and they have to speed up play. I mean obviously it was only about six or seven passes, but it still felt like that. In fact it was there was a weird not very interesting probably to the wider public, but it was a weird thing where the when that first goal had gone in I, because what happens is Nick Powell wins the ball through sort of brute force and demolishing their fullback and then just hold him off. And then he does that lovely little backheeled flick to Klukas, who then is trying to play him back in, but it's not really on, so he goes back to keep possession. And I'm thinking, yes, excellent, well done, keep possession, that's sensible. And refreshingly few boos <laughs> at that point, as it crossed halfway, I was pleased with that. But then it goes back to the fullback, and then it goes all the way across the pitch, from across all all our defence, and then it goes back up the other way to Tom Ince, who then does a pass in a good area, mm. which we've certainly criticised him before for not doing. Um, and then the cross, and then back to Powell, who it turns out is Peter Crouch, and just nods it straight through the goalkeeper. So at, that goes in. Much celebration in the stadium, obviously. And I turned to a bloke next to him, who I was sat next to sort of on an awful season because I think we've both got season tickets and we both haven't gone to all the games, so sometimes he's not there. And I just said to him, I think that's one of the best goals I've ever seen. The way it went from there all the way around the team and then just, like, it was just, re- it was just really good football. And he was sort of not really engaging but nodding. And then five minutes later, he left and he never came back. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, I think I've upset him. I'm not oh. sure, but the first goal is definitely my favourite for that reason. <laughs> Special mention though for uh, the Klukas header in the second half. Yeah, because it just had that sort of loopy. It wasn't looping because it was going quite fast still, but it just it, it described an arc that I enjoyed very much into the goal. Mm. I'm a big fan of those type of uh, free kicks from a little bit out that that meet someone's head. I'm a, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a big fan of those, especially when they go from back post to near mm. post. Ah, oh, that was. I mean, the the fifth goal, the little shimmy shimmy back heel thingy. Oh yeah, is, that's really good. Is is silly, just really silly. But <laughs> <laughs> it was a good. It was just a good feeling all all round. Really, I kind of. I don't know. And um, there's a question here from at Rupert Goff. I hope it's Goff and not like. Goff. Sorry, Rupert, I've never even asked you your name. Uh, he says, mm-hmm. is Ince 
finally becoming the player we all wanted him to be, took on his man and was unlucky not to get a goal. He then goes on to say Joe Allen has been immense under uh, O'Neill. Shame he's out for the rest of the season. We've covered that. Tommins mm-hmm. then. I mean, I thought he had a a decent performance yesterday, although I'm still not sure on Tommins. I think he's far too inconsistent. But what were your thoughts? And do you think he's becoming the man we hope he, he can be? I've been rooting for Tommins for a yeah. while because because you're his... really positive and that's what you do you root for players Tony I do root for players but I've always rooted for him particularly um, based on the fact of like he has to live with his dad <laughs> well, he, probably, he probably don't live together he's probably got quite a lot of money but you know what I mean like his surviving with I'm not I'm not going to be mean about people um but yeah, I've always I've had a lot of sympathy for him, and he yeah. obviously gets a lot of stick, mostly because he's been absolute dog shit. Um, I thought yesterday he was quite good. Um, what I did think, and I don't want to get my hopes up too much because I've done that before, uh, but I did wonder if Ince and Smith are just starting to get used to each other a little bit and building up a nice wingly partnership, maybe because there was I mean the first goal is the obvious one, but there was some interplay between them that looked like both of them were okay footballers which is encouraging <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to say <laughs> the championship really has broken us hasn't it <laughs> I like, I like pro- our standard for, for what is good really is like and I, I don't again I'm sorry to bring up negativity but it wouldn't be a weekend on Stoke City Twitter without an, without oh. an argument about whether Bojan was good or not. But the fact that... So, I'm, I mean, I'd, we've spoke about Bojan lots. But the fact that we're comparing Nick Powell to Bojan, like, it's, it's two different eras, guys. And the fact that, yeah, like... Argue, oh, we're set, we're... Yeah, they, they played football. They did okay. And that's great. Like, we've really come down. Do you remember when we were challenging for ninth and we thought we were going to get European football? That was a fun time, weren't it? It was. Yeah, remember when Bojan, like, tore apart some of the best teams in the world occasionally, briefly, uh, and also Rotherham. <laughs> that, that's, um, that's not to say that I... I'm, I'm starting to enjoy bits of this team. Like... Oh, saying this, do you know what? Actually, I realised yesterday that um, you could have put any footballer in front of me and I wouldn't have known what Jordan Thompson looked like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I've just realised I've not paid enough attention and it could have been anyone. <laughs> well, I, I keep calling him Cousins because they're both called Jordan and I, oh. that's like more than one name is confusing to me. Um, actually, actually, Cousins is the other answer for who replaces Joe Allen. Oh yes, good point. I'm sure we because, have more midfielders, don't we? Somewhere. Yeah, like in Russia or <laughs> no, Turkey. He, listen, we don't have him Bueller anymore. He was well, he's, he was in the Red Square, wasn't he? Doing a thumbs up, doing a thumbs up, and then he was talking to the press, saying that he remains Stoke City's most expensive ever signing, and Mark Hughes is a dickhead. I think that's what he said. He isn't our most. Is he still our top signing? 18.3 million. Didn't I think we... the 0.3 set him above oh, everybody else. But I, I think, he, he definitely said that anyway. That, that was not my words. The, the words of Radio, uh, radio Moscow? Hmm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't that was know a funny if... thing, though. 
I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if it was Radio Moscow. <laughs> no. My favourite thing about about that is presumably, presumably, like, and this is from my my knowledge of of Russian football. Um, Ivan of the <laughs> Russian Stoke fans may be able to correct me, but a lot of the teams who are based in the various extremities of the Russian Federation, um, whilst they play in whatever city, they actually just all live in Moscow and then get flights. So I've just I just Googled it just to be like, I wonder how far Sochi to Moscow is, and it's a 20-hour drive. <laughs> and I'm just like, That's, what a commute. <laughs> yeah, you'd think they'd be able to force the away side to come by coach. And they get a nice plane. They like hire out all the possible jets, but also, I think Sochi's like a holiday resort, isn't it? It so is. It was probably a... not worse. There's probably worse places for them to be if they did want to stay local. But as you say, he was in Moscow like yesterday. It is where the um, where the where the Winter Olympics was the other year, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, definitely. Right. I is. remember that being a thing. Oh, it's located on the Black Sea. Ooh. Ooh. I mean. Ooh. Uh, it looks. I'm, I'm googling it now. It looks absolutely wonderful. So fair enough to to Gianelli and Bueller for having his his time. Into. I mean, he's only there on. A, this has got away from us. This, but he's only there on a contract <laughs> to the end of the season. Um, so we can't have him in midfield. Jordan Cousins, however, we probably <laughs> we probably could. I do, I I don't know. This feels like this team is the players we're bringing in are quite. They're getting younger, with the exception of defenders who we just—they're not. Collect. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you do you like this team? Of course you I, do. I I I'm start. I mean, I always liked most of the players in spells. Anyway, even when we were shit, I hated them as a team. But individually, like I wanted all the players to have a nice, happy time. Um, I I I like. I, I really like this team. The that video of them all having a big cuddle after the fifth goal is the most wholesome thing <laughs> ever. Just is 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 it's giving me echoes of the I don't want to really go back to that, but echoes of the uh, Mounier's Bojan. Oh do Just all, all it's just nice. It's like we're nice but also when we're playing we're complete dickheads and we like do the necessary <laughs> evil things and Nick Nick Powell like we were talking about Nick Powell but it's it's like he's got that arrogant streak mm. but it's not bad arrogant it's like it's it's just like he's laughing at everything like when we had that fight the other week on the pitch and, and he was just like going in and pushing somebody and then just standing <laughs> back and laughing as yes. if he's going Ooh, I'll get you and and just that Impish. Impish is the word I think I'm looking for. And I think there's quite a lot of that sort of good humour between the players. Like mocking, like I really like Sam Klukas not celebrating against Hull because he clearly actually has some kind of affinity from his time there. <laughs> he's, compared- he's said as much, hasn't he? He's come yeah. and said that he didn't want to celebrate against a team who uh, whose time there he enjoyed. Which, yeah. if that isn't just another like... <laughs> M- middle fingers up to to Swansea. I don't know what is, <laughs> yeah. but I, I like that. And at the same time, I also liked Nick Powell just after the goal, and then I think Vokes at half time taking the piss out of him for not celebrating. <laughs> yeah, like that's the perfect balance for me in a team. I like Jack Butland because he's become a good goalkeeper again. I like 
the defenders, yeah. including Shawcross, who was warming up on the side for quite a lot of the game, um, which was lovely to see. Uh, there was also one point where before they scored, but in, in the sort of five minutes leading up to when they scored, where we suddenly looked terrified, he was he was like doing stretches on the touchline, but also absolutely just telling everybody where they needed to be and being captain from just there. It was like they'd sent a coach down the field, so that was lovely. He was telling people where to be and what to do and bollocking the defence. I mean, obviously it didn't work because we still let one in, but that it was nice to see him. I like Suter, who we're not <laughs> going to see till next season, but no. I just think he's exciting because he's weird and massive and big slab head <laughs> and scoring goals and stuff. And, and mate, that's exciting. What, what a description. Six how can, foot eleven. How can we not be excited for a Mr. Slabhead himself? <laughs> um, Accord, according to at Between the Lines on Twitter, uh, Sam Clucas versus Hull. There's some stats for you. Scored <gasps> two goals, five shots, twenty-four passes. He created one chance, fifty-four touches of the ball, won five duels, which was eighty-three percent. One successful <laughs> dribble, which. Uh, one successful tackle, one interception, gave him a match rating of 9.0, which is awesome. But also, on this tweet, they've put a picture of him doing his shush to the crowd, and there's a lens flare behind it, and it makes it look like something wow. from a J.J. Abrams film. So that is... I mean, th- th- those are impressive stats. Um, there's certainly a lot of them. The shout for Klukas probably being our player of the season, unless someone has a amazing rest of the season i think that it's pretty pretty glued on for him isn't it he's he's i think someone said he's got more that he's got 10 goals now i think and i don't know the last time a stoke midfielder got 10 goals unless you're counting like a Nautovic, but then he was playing up front for most of that time i wouldn't have counted him as a midfielder so he's only a fantasy football points midfielder yeah so yeah yeah, I don't know when if anyone if anyone knows when the last midfielder to score ten or more for Stoke that'd be awesome. Pete, Pete Smith knows because he tweeted it, but I can't remember. Oh, I, I want to say it wasn't James O'Connor because obviously he never scored ten goals in a season, but it was that sort of era. I think it was maybe to like early two thousands. Check your right. DVD, man. Check. My, <laughs> I don't know if it goes back that far. You know, <laughs> Bjarni scored some. I'm 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 googling, but I'm in, in my. It'll be one of them will have an Icelandic surname. I think that's that's that's. I'll go. Yeah, that I mean, far. it's definitely, definitely going to be the case. Surely. Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh no, no, no! I can't find it, and I'm not going to. Man gonna, Google's I'm not gonna, facts. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Pete Pete Smith, I can't find it, so it doesn't matter. Um, goodness me. Uh, let's. Find Do you like our team? Oh, we we don't. He's on the defence. I also like the midfield and uh, the, the one particular forward more than the others. Right. Um, but he's very good, isn't he? <laughs> he is. He is. I, I mean, I like I like some elements of this team. They still have the capacity to make me hate them, which <laughs> <laughs> which is which is nothing new. But I'm kind of I've we've I think we've been resigned to the fact that this season is about surviving and hoping that next season we aren't firstly in league one and then secondly that we can build on it i don't even think that necessarily we are 
I'm certainly not looking at next season if we survive and thinking, yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be pushing for the playoffs because I think we're trying to we're we're trying to get a, a younger team in, and I and I would happily give it time to just I don't know meld mold together and yeah I'm yeah I it's a it's a work in progress, and I certainly think that Michael O'Neill is the right person for this job. I think he's done a fantastic job with us so far, mm-hmm. but. I I like I like a lot of this team. There are still some things that I'm just, like I say. I'm still not overly sold on Tom Ince. Um, I'm still not sure about how Jack Butland is. There's a few players who come the summer. If we have some offers for them, if it was me playing a computer game, I'd probably be accepting them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's not a computer <laughs> game, so I'm not doing that. Um, yeah, but, definitely agree with you. Yeah, like I'm, it, but then it's difficult, isn't it? Because we're financial fair play is going to be an issue, and we need to get some players sold. Joe Allen isn't likely to be one of those now, um, because he'll be coming back from an injury and might not be fully fit. Um, so really, you're looking at players like Butland to be the big, big ones out. But uh, with the season he's had, who and. Uh, who's going to spend big like it's a really really difficult one we are in a in a dodgy place financially and i wouldn't be surprised if come the summer depending on the league we don't actually spend that big yeah i i was feeling really positive oh no 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 still be positive <laughs> because because i weirdly enough i think as a football club when we are not spending big, we sort of thrive at it. I say yeah. this like thinking of Tony Pulis era where he spent so much money, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but I don't know. Like it does. We it do- we seem to be better at picking value in the market than we do at at picking out larger targets for a bigger yeah. for a bigger price. Some yeah, of that- our some some of our better players have been really cheap. I'm always. In most recent memories, Marko Anatovic was what, something like two, two to five million. Certainly wasn't eighteen point three million, was he? No, God no. And how much did we sell him for? Like it's more. a lot, a lot more. I think as a club we've done well in those areas. So I'm not. That wasn't me trying to be negative at all, Tony. Don't, don't fret. No. Um, I just, I'm just thinking ahead in this yeah. rambly yeah. form. Like a handbrake for me, like like I'm on a bit of a lead and I'm sort of trying to get to the chicken down the <laughs> down there, and you're holding me back, but in a nice way, um, because if I eat too much chicken, then <laughs> where, assuming I'm this, a dog, where is this I'll going? Shit everywhere. I don't know. Oh, um, but no, I it does feel like we're growing a team rather than chucking players together, like like you say the the sort of emphasis on. It does seem to be more young, like the people coming in are younger, and they they feel like they're on an upward traje- trajectory. So mm-hmm. we're signing players who who are on the up rather than which is what you want. Obviously, yeah. they won't they won't all go well, I'm sure. But so far, it's like I, it's encouraging, definitely. I don't. I mean, with 14 points off the playoffs, I think you're right. I probably should rein that in a little. <laughs> um, at least for the next couple of weeks. Yes. But 
if we stay up because it, it is, it's very much like that this season we win a game it's like oh 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 we're only oh we're, we're looking towards the top half and then we lose one and we're like okay we're literally third bomb <laughs> yeah shit so yeah <laughs> if if we win the next four games we'd be just about safe but yes. also that doesn't mean we wouldn't be still good like if we win two of the it, next three it's, we're still not it's still scary no. even though we will move up quite well, it, a lot well, it's still very scary because you look at the we're we're in 17th as it sits, which is like, mm-hmm. oh, that's we're quite a way away. There are teams in between <laughs> us, which is which is great. But then you look at the points, and it's only three points off Charlton, who currently sit in that 22nd spot, yeah. and it's it, it's it's tense. And I I I mean I. I Head on the line, <laughs> neck on the line. <laughs> I think that, yeah, I think that we will just about get out of this situation. But when you look at our next match, away to away to Reading, I'm not sure I see us getting um, a result there. Home to Middlesbrough, I would hope that our home form against these teams um, would would bring us through that one. And Middlesbrough are not very good. Um, Away to Wigan. Wigan are just a resurgent, and I hate playing Wigan. Yeah. Home to Barnsley, which we're going to as a road Yay. trip. Yay. You, <laughs> you would, and, and you would hope that we would get something against bottom of the league, Barnsley. But is this this league is nuts, and it's impossible to predict. And I kind of yeah. love it for that, but it definitely is scary. It's exciting, but you, yeah, you would have thought that we might have got some in against uh, terrible, terrible Luton last week. When in the end we were on the the wrong end of a one-one defeat. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, yes. But I, I didn't. I didn't see that, so I don't know. Really. Well, I was watching the score on 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 the Skybet app from my comfy bench at the uh, name of stadium, which I've forgotten. I mean, we are. We oh yes, you went away to Scotland for a yeah. bit. We'll talk about that in a second. I'm just looking at our last like few games. So since the god awful four nil loss to Derby County <laughs> and the podcast that was not released to the public apart from Patreon people, we've won very good one though. Was very yes. good podcast. Yeah. We've won three games. We've lost two. And what else have we done? We've, and we've, and drawn we've drawn some. two. So, I mean, we're not... It isn't the form of a team who's absolutely dreadful. Um, we do still have a clangor in us, but I don't know. I just... We've got some tough fixtures, but I'm kind of feeling okay. But then... Yeah. I don't know. God, if we went down, I probably would feel okay, and that's not good either. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Because we're, we're still at that place where we're only one defeat away from... Absolute panic, yes. and definitely going down. But I think we're five points. I can't remember. We're five points behind sixteenth. It's something like that. It's like it's, it's more than one win away from like we've we've sort of got used to winning a game and climbing three positions. So if we win, if we win two games, we might two. If we win our next two games, we might still be seventeenth. Yeah. But you, you'd think we'd have put some distance because well, Reading are up there, aren't they? But 
I mean, yeah, Reading are just one of those sides. I think, uh, like, I know somebody who lives down there will be going, and it's like, yeah, we're not going to, like, I had a text this morning I, saying, oh, we five goals. Do you think we might even beat Reading? Like, nah. No, not really. Well, we, we're kind of, in this in this mini relegation league, I would say that 17th, we're kind of at the top of it right now. We because are, yeah. Birmingham, Birmingham are five points ahead, and unless they, I mean, they're not on the best form at the moment, but unless they... They're not going to be deducted points, so unless they start, <laughs> unless they start really losing, it's kind of we're as high as we could probably get right now. Um, and Reading are just a little bit above them, and they're in in different form. I I just think it's got written on it for a Charlie Adam winner, and I don't want that. Yeah, Mark Bowen's Reading and Charlie. Oh. Did we beat them at our place? I, I have a know. feeling it might have been one we actually won. Or maybe, oh, maybe no. It was it was grim nil nil. Yeah, it was a grim nil nil. I do remember, um, but it, I I don't remember thinking it was actually an okay nil nil as nil nils go. Like it was like reasonably entertaining to watch, and we played all right, which re- represented a turning point of sorts. I've, Probably. I mean, this uh, this this league is just weird, and <laughs> yeah. I just don't know what to think of it. Well, oh man, there's two ways out of it, but yeah. Um, Fingers crossed on the good way, but probably we'll have to wait till next year or the year after or about yes. 20 years. But it's nice to be enjoying football. And It is. And I don't... And it, it is nice to be enjoying football. Twitter's distracted me because I'm assuming this was Dave put up a thing about the, the whole fans yesterday. They've been messed around by the owners, etc. And now Leeds and Hull fans are arguing in at our mentions. Oh, God. Guys, this I haven't isn't... seen that. Yeah. I mean, I put some in, like... In fact, it was when I was eating my KFC, I think. I, t- I put <coughs> some in about just saying, like, fair play and commiserations to the 500-odd Hull fans who were yeah. there because they did sing for the full 90 minutes despite their team being absolute toss. And they gave them a right telling at the end um, but still we've been there and they're in a like their whole owner we're very lucky their whole ownership situation is shit and and then somebody immediately attacked me saying they were really quiet they didn't sing at all <laughs> I was like really and then like a few hours later I think Doc Mag posted something about them singing and everyone was going yeah yeah they sang the whole 90 minutes I was like okay I, that's yeah that's Social you, media, eh? If you make a point on social media, someone's <laughs> going to come out and just say, no, that's wrong. Yeah, it was uh, odd. Ooh, uh, Scottish Owl Centre have just retweeted my pic. Oh, fuck, they're correcting me. <laughs> oh, no. See, that's exactly... What could be more perfect example of what you just said? So earlier today, a couple of hours ago, I put up a picture of some owls that I had seen last weekend at the Scottish Owl Centre, which is brilliant and would recommend... And Scottish Owl Centre have replied to my tweet saying, these are actually not owls. What <laughs> are ta- they? They're tawny frog mouths. Oh, they're, come on. They're owl-like, but they're actually more akin to night jars, which assumes a lot more bird knowledge than char- I have. That's a, that's a um, character from Dungeons & Dragons. Come on. <laughs> I'm sure, we, I'm sure we've campaigned against some night jars. They, they, they flanked us outside of the woods of Phandalin, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. Gonna, I'm going to have a couple of night jars now, I think. Oh. Hey, mm. lads, lads, lads. Mm. Beer, beer, beer. Mm. Beer52.com slash... 
uh, wizards? I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're still doing that. I would yeah, no, they are. Dave, Dave suggested that he really he, he was going to mention that he oh, needed to really mention it today. We really, um, well, you should have thought about that before your internet broke, Dave, is all I'm yeah. saying. He should have mentioned it on Harvey's video. <laughs> he should have. Incidentally, stats, Nick Powell versus Hull. Ooh. I'll, we'll finish on this because my god this has been a ramble uh, 88 <laughs> minutes played 2 goals 5 shots uh, 18 accurate passes which which is 60% which I think seems low but then he's a a risky player uh, mm. 1 chance created 12 duels 1 6 aerial 1 interception 9. 9.5 9.1 rating is what he got um, I don't know where they've got that from that, that's that, just that's, some person. That was better that, than Klukas, who got 9.0, is that right? Yeah, but this is just someone called Lewis, so he could yeah. be making it up on Twitter. D- did you Lewis never... put that Klukas was man of a match? Or did I, don't I know. imagine that? I'm sure it had MOTM I... after the 9.0, and then I'm sure oh, I saw yeah, the next yeah, one yeah, does, said, does, does... Yeah, and oh, then yeah. it's given Powell 9.1. Are they both men of a match? Oh, I think I we know. were all man of a match. Well done. The real man of the match was the friends we made <laughs> along the way. Should we should we finish this up, Tony? Because this has been a, this is just got away from us. Is there anything else um, you want to discuss before we just I run away? I don't think so. I, mean, I went to four for against East Fife last weekend, but I don't think there's very much interest in that. To how be how was that? It was very cold, and uh, four for lost zero one, and the East Fife. The away team's goal was scored in the fortieth second, so you can probably imagine what an, what a, a spectacle that game was oh, um, for the interested um, sitter. But it was very nice, and I did have I did have the best pie I've ever had in my life, and it was a football <laughs> match, so that was exciting. And it was only one pound twenty, so fair play forfer. Good luck, cheers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I've quite enjoyed this conversational. So have I. It's I, been a nice conversation. Um, yes. But listen, hopefully you've enjoyed this conversation too, dear listeners. Mm. Um, hopefully next time Dave's internet works mm. while we've still got him. And we'll work, work out a better way to structure these before next season when we <laughs> will have to be we'll be the grown-ups, Chris. We will. We'll get this better, don't you worry. No, um, all right, well, good. I hope everyone has a lovely week and... I guess we'll see. Predictions for the Reading game? Uh, Nil-nil. Hopeful as ever. (laughs) Everyone have a good week. Go on, Stoke. Beer52.com slash wizards and patreon.com slash wizards of drivel for all your beer and Paid for podcast requirements. Carry on.